0: everyone, welcome to Mecca Talks, your access all areas pass to the beauty, business and lifestyle experts we call our community. I'm Kate Blythe, your host and Chief Marketing Officer here at Mecca. And in today's episode, I'll be joined by resident skin expert Lucy Shaw to chat to Emma Lewisham about how she's setting a new benchmark in beauty. Hi Lucy. Hi, Kate. How are you? Very well. Welcome to um, your co-hosting duties with me um, today. Thank you so much. Zara, as we know, has had a baby. So she's on uh, maternity leave, which is wonderful. So thank
1: you for joining me. You're our skin expert, aren't you? Oh, thanks for having me. No, it's great. I know it's big shoes to fill in lieu of having Zara, um, but I'm really pleased that I can be here today. This is so exciting because I've been a fan of Lewisham long before um, we got the brand onto our Mecca shelves finally Um, and so any skincare enthusiast or anyone who, who wants to use products that are really efficacious but also environmentally conscious as well will adore the products and they really work. There's actually no sort of fillers or anything in there that's not necessary and all of the ingredients are attested to ensure that they have high percentages and that they're going to be truly efficacious and help you achieve results for your skin and in terms of the product lineup as well these are all products that anyone could integrate into an existing skincare routine as well so you've kind of got a a really nice full suite of products but then you've also got some really great heroes if you want to test out the brand and and be introduced to it you can add them in to an existing routine so what is your routine with the emulsion products okay so at the moment i've been using because we're we're experiencing really cold weather in melbourne my skin's been a bit dry, a bit tight. So I've been using the Supernatural Face Creme riche and I've just been mixing this in with my usual face oil, which is the Kit oil. Um, So I've been blending those in the evening and then morning and night, my absolute go-to has been the Skin Reset Eye Cream. And that is one thing that I really noticed with pregnancy is just these ginormous, dark circles under my eyes
0: uh, and you few... <laughs> wait you wait till the baby <laughs> arrives
1: they're gonna get way worse <laughs> it's gonna get worse um but yeah I, I just really started seeing changes in my eye area um and this has been um an absolute lifesaver for me because I, I feel like it's very results driven in terms of formulation
0: And what do you think in terms of the the Mecca customers, what do you think they'll be excited about? Which products would you drive them to try first?
1: Now, a lot of our Mecca customers really align their own personal values to the values of the brands that we have because we have so many brands. And Emma Lewisham is the world's first carbon neutral skincare brand. So I think there are a lot of customers that will really resonate with that. And then on a product level, we know that at Mecca, our customers just love dewy, bright, healthy looking skin. So I think the Illuminating Brighten Your Day Cream will be a really popular one. And Skin Reset Serum. Anyone who experiences sensitivity or compromised skin will really love that one as well. I'm just super excited to hear from Emma as well because the brand's actually
0: only birthed in 2019 so it's a super baby brand but it has already got real presence and real stature so fascinated to know about a bit more about Emma what her what she was doing previously and everything else. Hi Emma, welcome to Mecca Talks. We are so, so excited to have you here today, all the way from New Zealand, beaming you in. Um, You have got myself, Kate here, and you've also got Lucy Shaw, who's our skincare expert. So hopefully we can really drill into the magic of your brand and, first the first thing i wanted to say actually is like it's a new brand you know you you launched it in 2019 and and look at the sort of trajectory it's pretty unbelievable so could you just start with telling us a little bit about emma lewisham the brand and where the idea came from for it of course thank you kate and thank you for having me part of mecca podcast very exciting that's right, we launched at the end of 2019. It was a three-year lead-up to launch Emma A lot longer than you know most, uh, but what we had set out to achieve in being all-natural, scientifically-backed, luxurious, and having a model that was solving the waste and carbon problem took a huge amount of problem-solving uh, and was an, an incredibly long path. So it was a bit of a journey for before we even launched on the market in 2019 and me personally, I, I never actually set out to launch a beauty brand. I was actually in a really great and exciting career. I worked for a global Japanese technology company in a role that encompassed business strategy and marketing and sustainability, and just loved the problems and challenges that I was getting to solve in my job and the different cultures and people that I was meeting globally. And I guess. For me, since I was a young child, I have always been someone who is super inquisitive. Always asked why something was done in a certain way, and you know, I remember when I was very young, my father was asked not to return me to brownies or scalps <laughs> if you have that in Australia, <laughs> yeah. um, because I was always challenging and asking questions, and why are we doing this? And yeah, I've, yeah, I've always sort of stood up and spoke up for what I haven't believed is just and I think, you know, when you see something broken and damaging, you do have a choice to be a bystander and accept it or you can choose to do something about it and I'm very much the latter and that is where the Emma Lushin brand came about, um, me seeing a problem, two problems in beauty that I wanted to solve. Wow. And you went out and did it. I mean, everybody can sit there and think, I see a problem. I'd love to get involved in that. But you have actually, you went away and you dug deep and you have come up with this incredible brand that has this amazing following. Um, And, you know, we are so honored to have it, um, have Emeloshim at Mecca. And we think our customers are just going to fall in love with it because not only to your point is, have you thought so deeply, which we're going to dig into a little bit more with you about all of those issues around sustainability and having a really clean brand and to really think about the environment. But you also have an incredible efficacious product. And I know Lucy is on the call today on our podcast today, and she is our skincare expert. But we were just discussing how your products actually are incredible. And we're both using them continually, and we've both been completely Emma Lewisham'd. Um And, you know, we would just really love to hear a bit about how you balance the efficacious nature of the formulations with this view of, you know, the purpose of the brand. It's a very good question. And for any brand that wants to transform a model, First and foremost, you have to have excellent products. It's not enough to be sustainable. Consumers are not going to compromise and nor should they. And you know, I love using the Tesla model example that electric cars have been around since the 1800s, but were slow and ugly and uncool. And then Elon Musk went, I'm going to make a car that is better than the status quo and transform a model. And that has always been an inspiration to me. We set out, yes, to solve the waste and carbon problem in beauty, but we're doing that by having world-class products and products that fill a gap which are all natural, super luxurious so there's no compromise there, but are scientifically backed by independent testing to outperform synthetic brands and if you can couple the two, that's when you can really bring about such significant change. you know, when we came to work formulating our, our products, and a lot of people say it must have been a disadvantage coming from a technology background or not coming from from beauty. And it actually hasn't. You know, I've, I've always approached everything from this business and everything we do is what problem are we trying to solve? Let's get to the core of this. And what really struck me when it came to looking at formulations and beauty was just how many most actually structure their products around one or two ingredients. Ingredients and trends and being inquisitive I went why are we not starting by understanding how the skin works and the skin is incredibly complex there's multiple processes and steps and it's alive and responses and its behavior changes that's why we work with um, fundamentally physiologists who understand the skin We put blueprints together to go we need to talk to multiple pathways, that means we need ingredients that deliver multiple and different things and mechanisms. Why our products have up to 25 ingredients is because they work synergistically as a network and that's why we're seeing such elevated and phenomenal results in our products. And Lucy, mm. you're a, a super fan, aren't
1: you, as our skincare <laughs> expert? <laughs> yeah, especially um, because you, you actually have a team of scientists um, and skin physiologists that, that you work with. And I, w- I was curious, does that make it almost more difficult when, when you're formulating because everything is tested by these rigorous benchmarks around how how they interact with the skin and, and the quality of ingredients but on the other hand you're also on a mission to make sure that everything is sustainably sourced and you're reducing your impact at all times so does that prove to be quite a challenge like i know a lot of your products have taken many years to 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 create um yeah just curious it is such a jigsaw and why yeah. our products take two to three years
0: to, to bring out is because we're looking at efficacy and then also the sustainability of ingredients and having the highest respect for people in the supply chain and also the the planet. So when we come to formulate our products, as I said, we don't start with ingredients, we start with how the skin works and then we find the ingredients that deliver those results. And we take just six months initially looking at the, the R&D, the data on ingredients and checking that there's testing behind it and that they have, it has the rigour before we start formulating with them and because we're using up to 25 ingredients in our products um, that are delivering just phenomenal results, it is such a challenge when you're formulating with that amount of ingredients to get stability and luxury. And I just can't explain how long that takes us, Um, but it's so rewarding to get there because that's the gap in the market, right? Natural, luxurious, scientifically proven products. And so we never give up, I never give up and we never did. And we just fight till the very end to be able to deliver that to customers and I think that's why we've seen such fast growth. Uh, At the same time, we vet the ingredients with a very thorough view of how people in the supply chain are treated, um, if there's living wage, if they have fair trade, um, what work they do in the community. Is the ingredient regenerative organic? We really prioritize organic. There's research that it has 16 times the antioxidant properties, so our ingredients have a minimum of 70% organic ingredients in them. Um, which is amazing quality for the skin and also the planet and so in parallel we're running both and I think you know that's the challenge that I love that we can show that you can have efficacious luxury products but not at a compromise and they can also be sustainable yeah phenomenal and you could launch a brand and just whip through products right and just say right we're going to keep just now we've got something that's working, let's just do it in multiple different variations. But presumably you're putting that level of intense thought mm. into every single product you launch. Um, and you've got a, an amazing collection, and, and I have been trying all of the products, as has Lucy, and I would just be like, very keen to hear, firstly, your Hero products, which mm. are your favorite, and what, what reasons, what, you know, what do they do for the skin? but also what your personal routine is with emolution. because I think that's something that Lucy and I talk about a lot, isn't it Lucy? Just about how to to bring the best out of your own skin and how Mm. that step-by-step process is so important. The three must-have products that I would put in your routine are our Skin Reset. It's been described as a unicorn when it comes to repairing preventing hyperpigmentation and delivering an exceptional bright even skin tone it's been truly the most transformational product that i have ever used Um, Mm. it is the only product that we can see in the world that actually prevents hyperpigmentation and independent in vitro testing then our Supernatural Cream. So if you want not only something that's going to boost collagen production, 21 times iconic creams, but prevent the breakdown in the first place and skin that's plump, bouncy, um, this is the product um, for you, actually, a customer sent us in the most um, incredible quote to sum this product up, which was, uh, "I don't know what happened, but I'm a real-life Benjamin Button," which I absolutely loved. <laughs> 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 so, not only are you a beauty brand, but you're magical. You can turn back time. So brilliant. Think Benjamin Button, supernatural cream. <laughs> and then our illuminating oil cleanser is literally heaven in a bottle it's a spa level oil cleanser that delivers just so much more than just a cleanser it removes makeup and dirt pollution from the skin but leaves the skin feeling beautiful soft moisture rich and injects antioxidants into the skin that are proven to last for eight hours after even wash off for us every time that our products touch the skin is an opportunity to deliver so much more and to work incredibly hard for your skin and so that's what you're you're getting with emma lotion products it's a bit like choosing your own um you know your favorite child isn't it but <laughs> those they all are incredible products and we've both been using them mm. um, and i have seen ama- like amazing effects pretty quickly as well so it's not a, you know, by picking up those products, it's not just testing and trying them and then moving back to what you're used to. It's actually, no, I'm a convert, entirely a convert. Yeah. So well done. It's a pretty epic, um, you know, step change, really, really phenomenal. And Lucy as well, tell us a little bit about your experience with the products.
1: No, I I was actually just thinking when when you were talking about the Skin Reset Serum, because it's such a unique product and we have so many customers in Australia and New Zealand who talk to us about hyperpigmentation. It's one of the top search terms on our website it's one of the things that we hear about most in store um, because it you know we have really harsh weather conditions and climate and sun exposure is part of daily life w- was that where it all started is that the first product that you launched and and what was the inspiration behind that product
0: yes that was the very first product and actually was what planted the scenes for for emma lewish and- in 2016, uh, at a time that I was trying to get pregnant, I had a conversation with my doctor about um, lifestyle changes and he asked me about what I was using on my skin and I said I was using hydroquinone for hyperpigmentation and he informed me that you know, first, uh, firstly our skin is our largest organ and secondly that this particular ingredient was controversial and banned in multiple countries and advised me to stop using it. And it was actually that moment that put me on the path to natural skincare. And because I was used to using such high-tech, luxury skincare, and when I went to look for the natural alternative with that same level of science, I couldn't find it. And that's where I saw there was a compromise that existed in natural skincare. And so that was that skin concern and wanting to solve the problem where we had a product that were, were good for us, um, that were natural, but didn't compromise efficacy was what put me on the path for emolution. Amazing, I love those kind of life-changing moments and that one comment, probably to your point, has set, set you on this totally different trajectory. I mean, you are working in business, as you said, for a tech, biz, a tech um, company. And would you say that you had an, a curiosity around skincare anyway, um, rather than just, you know, you've obviously seen a problem, you want to fix the problem, but was there also a passion for your skin? Absolutely. I had a real passion for for skincare and... Incredibly, 15 years ago, I used to work in an office building above Mecca in the Kikildiz and Stain building in Wellington in New Zealand, where they had one of the first Meccas, I think. And I used to spend all my lunch times and all my paychecks (laughs) (laughs) in in Mecca, um, just learning from your staff and how incredible they are. And I actually still know some of them, you know, and 15 years later, for it to be launching a brand and that they just think is phenomenal, so do I and so now I have always loved skincare but I as I've said I've always loved to solve problems and I could see this gap in the market around natural efficacious products but I think what really put the fire in me was looking at the beauty industry critically and from the knowledge that I had yeah. in sustainability so I was working in a company that was really at the forefront of it you know like 10 years ago. Sustainability wasn't really a word that businesses were using. And stepping back and looking at the industry, I had this real, I guess, eureka moment where I could see how broken the current beauty model Mm. was and that no one had woken up to it yet. But I could see that solving it would make significant impacts on meeting global climate goals. And if i can tell you a little bit about that so the 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 beauty model uh currently is linear so brands take from the earth we make something packaging uh, then consumers essentially throw it away so it's a take make waste model and it's responsible for the industry producing 120 billion units of beauty packaging globally so in every single year i think it's the equivalent of over 850,000 elephants, so double what we have left, um, double the elephants we each have left on the planet. And despite people thinking and being told that beauty packaging is recyclable um, and is being recycled, the majority of it is ending up in landfill due to simply the economics not being there to recycle it. And I even went out to recycling plants in New Zealand and called in Australia and said you know what are you doing with this beauty packaging and simply they said it's going to landfill there's 13 components that we have to dissemble. Uh it's the size of it it's not we it's just not getting recycled and it was such this moment of wow, wow. Yeah. and just like shock as yeah well. real yeah. shock and then I dug into it further and found that not only is it creating, you know, 100 billion units of waste every year, it is also the single largest contributor of carbon in the beauty industry every year. And essentially I could see, and the science tells us that the whole model needed to be flipped on its head, very much how we approach formulating our products. And if we created a circular model of beauty, where we reused what already existed, keeping our resources in circulation, the whole beauty system would get cleaner and better so billions of less waste and one that would reduce our carbon emissions by 70% which is just absolutely huge and this is what I became incredibly passionate about solving these two problems and what drove me essentially to start Emma Lewisham. Amazing so that was like your really deep-rooted purpose and then to your point then you have this really efficacious product and formulations. And you've got skin, you've got body. What else would you go into, Emma? Is there, are there other kind of categories that you think, do you know what, maybe I need to be tackling hair, or maybe I need to be tackling, you know, what, what else do you think you could get your Emolution hands around? We always look at is there a gap and really is there a problem to be solved? And so as soon as we see one in these other industries or adjacencies, we would go after it. But with us being new and are still filling out our line of products, we're still very focused in in skin and body and want to really do a great job there before we go into other categories. And when we do, that we solve a problem and we do it incredibly well. And have you always lived in New Zealand or did you, have you lived all over the world as well? Is, it, is New Zealand going to be home forevermore as your brand takes off and becomes a global powerhouse? I absolutely love New Zealand, but I also lived in Barcelona in Spain. I'm a quarter Spanish. My grandfather is Spanish and finished my university in Barcelona and really loved the culture and... Yeah the history there and the architecture and just their their love of of people and family and friends so i would love to live again over in spain at some point in my in my life and definitely a lot of like the um, beautiful colors and the influence shaped some of the, the design of our brand. I get asked that a lot. There was a question that the Mecca team asked in terms of, you know, how did you come up with the branding and the colors? And an interesting story is that the, uh, we worked with an advertising agency, and everything in like five years ago had gone really neutral in colors and very, like, uh, I guess, Danish and and they brought me this very nude simple colors and I, I basically was like no we're going to do we're going to zig when everyone zags i knew we were going to have a bold color my goal from the start was to be a mecca cosmetics i went into mecca and i said what color is not on the shelf of mecca cosmetics purple Brilliant. I love that. So we've been part of your story from the beginning. A big, hairy, audacious goal. I know that Joe loves good to great, and so do I, and that was mine from the start. So it's been a big week for, for us to achieve this with Mecca. And I think you need to have that. You know, I was told from day one, what you were doing is impossible. Stick with your day job. Mm-hmm. You're not from beauty. And I love when I talk to Um, go to schools and and ask to talk. And I always say to people and students, never ever let anyone tell you your dreams are impossible. Yeah, I love that. And so your packaging and the branding is a sort of physical manifestation of your personality. That girl who was told brownies not to come back because you were confident and bold and changing the game and asking questions it is your physical manifestation i think that's so cool thank you so much and i hope it inspires other people to ask questions be inquisitive in life and just go for it you know we have
1: one life make it a daring adventure i say i think you've you've always really um been able to to challenge the norm emma and you you have such a clear vision and it really comes through in your brand, your, your values and the way that you talk about your brand as well. Um, and one of the things that I think is so cool is that you've actually shared publicly your sustainable business model where a lot of founders would keep that information really close to their chest and keep it sort of under lock and key. Why, why did you decide to do that?
0: When we became the world's first climate positive and fully circular design business, I looked at it and I went this has been really hard work, we created the blueprint, we, there was no one paving this way and we had to do it and there was so much we had to figure out and so many gems along the way that we learnt and I genuinely went back to our purpose uh, as a business of bringing about meaningful change to the beauty industry and went if we are going to meet global climate goals we need change at scale and at pace And we're one brand, we cannot achieve that. We need the full beauty industry moving to this model. Mm. It's a no brainer, you know, what brand really wants to see their packaging contributing to 100 billion units of waste and landfill every year and 70% of the carbon emissions in the industry. And so I said to the team, you know, let's put it out to the industry. Let's write an open letter and get brands on board. I was really conscious of our language and it not being us on a pedestal pointing fingers, but more Mm. um, collaboration over competition when it comes to sustainability (laughs) and beauty. We will absolutely compete with our product formulations being the best (laughs) in the world. And I would never give that up IP up. But in this space, um, if we were true, to what our values are, that was the right thing to do. And we had an incredible response from brands globally. And it's inspirational because it shows, shows people you can have a really commercially sound business with these values at the core. And actually it doesn't, it's not going to derail the fact that you want this business to be a success, right? Because you, you can't just do it for the love of it and it needs to be a success. So, you know, I think that's phenomenal. And you've obviously had incredible endorsement as well. And renowned environmentalist Dr. Jane Goodall has even endorsed your brand. You know, we learned about her and brownies she has always been an inspiration to me and someone when i was 10 years old the school speech competition i spoke about jane goodall the very first book that i bought my daughter who's now three they have these um, books on for young people around inspirational people with jane goodall and i when we had done this work i had a dream one night i know this sounds crazy and i was like a dream that i wrote to her and i told her what work we had done and what we had achieved and so I woke up in the morning and I said to Isabella a team member of ours who we were in Australia at the time I said I'm going to write to Dr Jane Goodall and I'm going to tell her about the work that we have done and so I did that reached out wrote her a letter and she replied and went, went from there we've done some work together She's asked me to sit on, um, on a board of hers. She, we've done podcasts. She's, she's an incredible woman. And so for her to say Emma Lewisham is paving the way for the beauty industry and represents what is a truly sustainable model, it was, it's one of our most proudest moments. How did it make you feel, though, Emma? Because uh, for the brand, amazing. But for you, who has always looked up to someone, that's like, you know, that is one of, the, one of life's magical moments. How did it make you feel? Ah, oh, emotional. I come from a very, you know, humble background and with my family and I grew up in very small farming towns in New Zealand and I've had to always work incredibly hard, you know, even Emma Lewisham. For three years I kept my job with our co-founder Kimberley and we worked every single night, every weekend, every Christmas holiday, every spare hour on this business because we needed the money to be able to fuel it. So there was never any handouts for me and um, leg ups. And so it's truly been something that I've worked incredibly hard for. And so for, to have that, you know, this young girl from this humble beginning, it, it's, it was pretty emotional. Still makes me emotional. Yeah, I mean, I'm just super, super mm. proud of you for that, because <laughs> that's an incredible achievement to believe so strongly in something and to be so connected to something, but then to realize it and for it to be, be a success. That's pretty inspirational for, yeah. I'm sure, plenty of people who are going to be listening to this podcast. So really, you are paving the way with amazing products, but the purpose of the brand, but also entrepreneurialship and doing things differently and sticking to your guns and never never letting anyone tell you no and I think that is you know we all need to hear that there's it's a great story
1: yeah I I think there'll be a lot of young women who are very inspired by you Emma um, and your brand and I think uh, as part of your your mission in in the beauty industry to change things and be on Jane Goodall's platform like that's what's going to make a difference that's amazing i I wanted to rewind a little bit because we're talking a little bit about about your formulations and we know that they're scientifically backed. they start with the skin concerns but you also mentioned the word natural Um, and we do hear this word a lot in the beauty industry especially between all of our brands everybody talks about natural what what is your stance on natural what does that mean to your brand
0: Good question and you know one thing that I would say is that we don't call ourselves a clean brand because there is no real definition as to what that means and we are more focused on natural because I genuinely believe and we can see in our independent testing that it is the most powerful so when we define natural it is anything that is of natural origins, natural derived or naturally found in the body is our definition and so that's also the same we don't use a synthetic preservative um, the typical one is phenoxyethanol we use we spent uh, 12 months to crack the natural preservative code because that was something really important to me that still of course meets all the strictest of testing and sta- standards so that is our definition of
1: natural. Yeah. And I I can imagine by having products that are from natural origins, it is really hard to get that stability as well. So I I can imagine a lot of stressful product development meetings, (laughs) um, where, where everyone's like, how are we going to make this work? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think we've been conditioned to think that synthetics more powerful. Absolutely not the case. So much easier to formulate with. They're so much more predictable. You can manipulate them easier. and cheaper natural ingredients are so complex so alive if you use the right ones and you know f- five years ago yes what was on the market was quite simple mm. no longer look there is such a growth in natural skincare that all the r d labs globally that's where the investment goes so if you're willing to invest in the ingredients they are a lot expensive a lot more expensive you are getting some of the most cutting edge ingredients in the world I'll give you an example, we use um, a liposomal delivery system for CoQ10. CoQ10 is an absolute powerhouse antioxidant, however, most of the time when it's in formulas, it's not stable and it doesn't reach the the level of the skin that it needs to to perform. So we encapsulated in a liposomal delivery system to ensure that it's both stable and it actually mimics almost a skin cell, so it goes deeper into the skin. And so that's just one example of a really interesting and cutting-edge ingredient that we use. You know, ceramides are actually natural, so I hope that we can blow that myth out of the water. Yeah, and we we really show that in that independent gold-level testing that we do both in vitro, test tube and in vivo clinical tests on people that our products not just rival but outperform the most luxury and iconic synthetic brands in the world. What's your favorite ingredient if you could choose? And and I suppose what I'm int- intrigued about is Lucy and I talk to lots of amazing skin experts and there's always a bit of a trendy kind of buzz moment and you know we try and get under the skin of, of those buzz moments, those buzz ingredients. But what would you say for you has been the, with this brand, has been the biggest surprise? Ingredients? Wise, but also the impact it can have? Good question. There's so many ingredients that I love and I also love when they are put together because they're even more powerful and because they do different mm-hmm. things, they can um, together really unlock a skin condition and that code. I love the coq that I spoke about. I love ceramides um, and for what they do with the skin barrier and really repairing and taking it back to the natural state. We work with uh, a particular plant stem cell ingredient which is a combination of seven plant stem cells that was researched over 15 years for how it actually prevents hyperpigmentation. So the overproduction of melanocytes from even happening. And that ingredient has been phenomenal and it's what sees our Skin Reset being the only product that we've seen actually prevent hyperpigmentation. So that's a phenomenal ingredient. Yeah, there, there's, there's, there's so many. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to reel them up to my head. Yeah, when you went into, into this kind of formulation piece, you know, you had the brand purpose and you knew what you were going to go after. But what, what were you sort of hoping to achieve from the products? Was it, you know, anti-aging? Was it that you wanted everybody to have just great skin for them? Like, what, are, what were your sort of goals for those products? They were to genuinely solve a problem mm-hmm. and Skin Reset being hyperpigmentation, our supernatural rich cream to be that real powerhouse, youth-defining product that boosted collagen and so we always are very clear on what we bonded the products to each achieve and then we test it to show that they actually do what we say they're doing. But ultimately for me, like in our language, it's about people feeling the very best in their skin, right? And not pushing a message of anti-aging. It's not something that I personally align with and I don't think that should be the end goal and I don't think it's responsible. Mm-hmm. But getting a product that truly makes their skin feel the very best it can be. I think that is um, that's, the, that's the sort of the holy grail isn't it because actually everyone is different and everybody has different concerns and everybody has different ways of treating their skin that works for them lucy you'll have a a real view on on the kind of benefits piece as well
1: yeah for sure i think um i think one of the, the things that i've really observed with your brand is that it's all about kind of resetting the skin function and almost helping the skin do what it it needs to do rather than kind of going in and correcting things. I mean, you also have amazing ingredients that help with that as well. But I think that's one of the things that I really noticed is it's all about kind of, yeah, just bringing your skin back to a reset, helping it to be sort of healthy and and do what it needs to do on a daily basis. Um, I was curious, are there any products that you must sort of put together? Like, do you recommend always do... The cleansing oil followed by the the serum and then and then do you have a favorite cream like for day or for night are there any sort of tips that you can give to someone who might be trying the brand for the first time on where to begin
0: we have always designed it to be the emulsion routine we have a really tight edit of products that work that are thought of holistically and how they work together to get you the very, very best results. So there's a lot of ingredients that complement each other in the, in, in the different products. For me, like a big one is the SPF side of things, like daily starting with that, you know, it's the, the at this top of the cliff rather than the ambulance at the bottom and really passionate about that being fundamental to people's skincare routines and daily and educating on, on the importance there. The two that I peer the most is the Skin Reset and the Supernatural Cream. They do two different things but work incredibly well together. So Skin Reset, Hyperpigmentation, Brightening, Transforming that Skin Tone. And then that Supernatural Rich Cream is about boosting collagen. So together they're just such a powerful combination in delivering like overall your very best skin in those areas mm. i used those two this morning oh so I'm there winning. you go happy you days go. i'm doing the doing the right thing i think that you are going to be benjamin benjamin button in benjamin no time button. <laughs> kate kate button <laughs> kate, <laughs> you wait everyone <laughs>
1: I love it. Emma, a lot of our customers, they, they come to us to purchase our, our makeup products and, and they're makeup junkies and enthusiasts. Do you recommend, can you use the cleansing oil to sort of remove makeup and SPF um, for daily use as well?
0: Absolutely. And that's what it was designed for. Like we want to, every product be really powerful and what it does and deliver so much more. So not only does it just cleanse dirt it really removes your makeup and a single cleanse as well which is quite phenomenal without leaving the skin feeling stripped it actually feels really hydrated and nourished at the end so it's a real go-to for someone that needs a powerhouse cleanser end of the day to get the job done but still leave their skin feeling beautifully nourished and glowing
1: and moisture rich love it i actually that's one product i have not tried yet but i'm very very, very to get it excited it to, you. to give it a go I have to get it to you yeah oh, yeah it's heaven in a bottle
0: <laughs> truly is the experience is like being at a spa it's beautiful and on that emma how do you you've obviously got an amazing drive and as you talked about you've grown up for really sort of humble beginnings and you have had this focus to do something different and you've been working in incredible businesses and now you have your own brand which is really changing the game. How do you take time away from that and how do you kind of give yourself that time back. What are the things that you love to do when you're not building a supersonic brand like Emma Lewisham? It's a good question. And I, I am really thoughtful in this area because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And I am also a mom. And so as much as I want to be an incredible businesswoman, I also want to be an incredible mother to my daughter. So I think it's about Planning and structuring your days and being organised in that space. I am a big believer of doing meditation daily and making time for that. That really has helped me and been um, phenomenal, and just getting me through tougher times. And when you are tired and, and can feel overwhelmed, and also of exercise, I do build that into my day. And The healthier I feel, the better I feel, the more energetic to drive the business. Um, I'm really strict in that I don't work in the weekends and I Spend that with my family and my friends and that really recharges me and I make it home every evening at 5 o'clock to spend with my daughter before she goes to, to bed so I've, I've got a good balance and it hasn't always been like that I must say you know the first two years of the brand it, it just took off and it was it wasn't it was incri- it was a lot. <laughs> And my daughter was young and i've had to learn that so it, so i haven't been perfect um but it's something that i've really worked on and um is really important to me and so i keep an eye on it and check in with myself in those areas and presumably you need plenty of energy with a three-year-old um, and i've got four children my youngest is four and he is a bundle of energy does not stop so you need to meditate and rest as much as humanly possible when they're that age yeah I think both can be done but it is a challenge and I think it's good to be open about that and not say that I find it easy I found it hard and sometimes I don't think I'm doing both very well and you can be hard on yourself so I think it's important to, to say that because a lot of women do ask me think oh wow you've, you're doing this so well and you're you're a business owner, and you're a great mom. And I, I want to be upfront that it that it hasn't been easy at times, and it's um, that people shouldn't be hard on themselves. It's easy to look at others and think they've got it all under control. Definitely. Yeah. And so, weekends for you, when you are at home with your daughter, and you are um, you're not in work mode. What do you guys get up to? Where? Because you're are you Auckland? Yes, we live in Auckland, and we. We live quite centrally which which we're lucky to do so and we essentially i think on saturday mornings we're normally at swimming at 8am and yeah. i'm in the pool with my daughter and it's very much tracksuits and <laughs> sneakers we're at playgrounds i do get notice at playgrounds which is and i sometimes are giving skincare consultancies while i'm oh, wow push, push my her. On this, pushing my daughter on the swing <laughs> um, which has been quite funny and then or in, the, in the afternoons I'll I go for a run or a walk with my friends and we do a family dinner, we've got family that live in Auckland, we spend a lot of time on Waiheke Island so if you're ever over in New Zealand I'll take you over there, it's 45 minutes from Auckland and it's the most majestic place <laughs> and so weekends for me I recharge a lot of family, friend time, very things um, and I think it is the simple things in life that do make you happy it's something my parents always taught me and I don't think it's until you know in my 30s that you really realize that it is those simple things and those moments so and being present in them so yeah this is a little glimpse into my life and so international travel where would you go if you could choose anywhere to escape to Oh, there's no other than Barcelona. Well, next week we're going to Fiji with our daughter for our first holiday of the year. So it's been a huge build up um, to Mecca and incredibly exciting. But we're going to take some time out as a family and just have enjoy time together, see some sun. It's been I don't know about Australia. I know Sydney has been very, very wet, um, but it's winter time. So yeah, get, get some sunshine and yeah, we've we're we're looking forward to a bit of sunshine here. It's been a bit wet, wet and cold i would say not the sort of australia i thought i was moving over here for (laughs) oh no i know so i'm looking forward to yeah getting over to, to fiji next next week well enjoy and enjoy all of the moments of peace and you should feel so proud of like how how much you have managed to achieve in such a short amount of time and we are just so thrilled to be on the journey with you emma so um really Really so happy to have you on here talking to us today. Very inspiring. Thank you both very, very much. And as I said, it's truly a dream come true. So thank you, Mecca, for believing in us and getting behind us. You're a wonderful business to work with. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mecca Talks. If you liked what you heard, follow us on your favourite podcast app and you'll be notified as soon as our next episode becomes available. Don't forget to rate, review and share this episode with your friends. To stay up to date on what's going on in the Meccaverse, find us on Instagram at atmeccabeauty or join the conversation in our Mecha Chit Chat Facebook